Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, and welcome to another episode of A Sound Heart Radio. Tonight's discussion will be taken from Matthew chapter 12. Matthew chapter 12, and I'm going to begin at verse 10. Matthew chapter 12, and we will begin at verse 10. Before we begin our study, let us have a word of prayer. We give thanks to you, O God, for this opportunity to come together and to study your word. We ask to be guided by your Holy Spirit. And we do thank you, Father, for the indwelling spirit who is our primary teacher. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So tonight, uh, I want to address the topic of hate uh, as we find it in the word of God. And hate is an emotional sin. Hate is an emotional sin. The Bible teaches the doctrine of forgiveness from the Greek word aphame. Aphame means to send off from one. Indeed, the word forgiveness in the Bible means to release from a debt or to release one from a debt that could never be repaid. Jesus released you and I from a debt that could never be repaid. We cannot repay God for what Jesus did for us on the cross in 70 AD. We were sinners. The word sinners is an adjective which shows you something about uh, what we were before we were saved. In Ephesians chapter 2, Paul says that you and I were dead, our state of being. We were dead in trespasses and sins. But I want to talk about hate because the flames of hatred are being fanned white hot today in this country. There are those who today who attempt to speak for black people or they want to say that black people think as a monolith. They act as a monolith, and which shows little awareness of black history. And it is incredible that after all these uh, years, the thinking has remained the same with regard to racism. I have 
an old book in my library about a, and it, it's on anthropology, and it talks about a skeleton that was found off the coast of South Africa. And the authorities were hesitant to bury uh, the remains uh, because they did not know if the skeleton was that of a white person or a black person. Such is the way of the world. And this cosmic system belongs to the devil. And hate is taught in the cosmic system. And it is used as a way of walling ourselves off against others. It is a, a way of thinking about ourselves as either better uh, than those whom we hate which is very interesting language. And the Bible presents another way of looking at humanity apart from so-called race. You must remember that the term race is a 19th century anthropology term. It is not found in the word of God at all. The word that's used for Gentiles is ethne. And so within the Bible, we have Jews, ethne, and the church of God. So we have Jews, Gentiles, and the church of God. That's it in the Bible. And in the body of Christ, uh, Paul writes, there's neither male nor female. Female, there's neither bond nor free, but Christ is all in all. And so the language is very different and very deliberate. But I want to read to you from Matthew's Gospel. And the beginning of verse 10, we read, and uh, quote, And behold, there was a man which had a, a, his hand withered. And they asked him, that is, Jesus, saying, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath days? And that they might accuse him. And he said unto them, What shall there be among what man shall there be among you that shall have one sheep? And if it fall into a pit on the Sabbath day, will he not lay hold on it and lift it out? How much then is a man better than a sheep? Wherefore it is lawful to do well on the Sabbath days. Then he saith to the man, Stretch forth thine hand, and he stretched it forth. And it was restored whole, like as the other. And the Pharisees went out and held a council against him, how they might destroy him. And so that is the word uh, apolisosin. Apolisosin is the Greek word. <laughs> when we speak of a person being lost, it is this word, or apolia. It means destroyed. It means absolute ruin. That is, is from the Greek New Testament. It does not, when we say someone is lost, it does not mean 
that someone is lost and someone needs to go and find that individual. That is not the biblical uh, concept at all. So now notice verse 15, but when Jesus knew it, he withdrew himself from thence and great multitudes followed him and he healed them all. Now I'm going to go over uh, to verse 22, which reads, Then was brought unto him one possessed with a devil, blind and dumb. And he healed him insomuch that the blind and dumb both spake and saw. And all the people were amazed and said, Is not this the son of David? But when the Pharisees heard it, they said, This fellow doth not doth uh, not cast out devils, but by Beelzebub, the prince of the devils, that is, lord of the flies, or the prince of dung, or uh, the prince of demons, uh, more literally. And Jesus knew their thoughts, and said unto them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and every city or house Divided against itself shall not stand. And if Satan cast out Satan, he is divided against himself. How shall then his kingdom stand? This entrenched and intense dislike that humans may have for one another uh, originates from the flesh. And you and one needs to read Paul's letter to the Romans to understand the mind of flesh with its uh, affections and lusts. How can people hate one another so intensely? How can people genocide one another? How can people horribly abuse uh, babies sexually or teenagers sexually or, or rape the elderly? How can these things be in humanity? And how can people kill uh, one another without or kill others with impunity. Where is the origin of this? Now, there people do not believe in sin. And uh, the church contributed to that when the church uh, compromised Bible doctrine with worldly teaching. It is most unfortunate that this is a reality. But hatred does nothing for the heart. Um, we have many studies on what happens when we hate, what hate does to our bodies, what hate does to our minds, what, and how envy rots the soul. And hatred creates cortisol, and cortisol is a corrosive that happens in the body. It wears away at arterial walls, Arterial placking is a result of the body attempting to heal itself and to protect itself from the corrosive uh, cortisol. And so it is very deadly. Hatred does nothing but destroy. It rots the mind and it destroys the body. Jesus said, love one another. As I have loved you, love heals, love sets free. And love creates a mental attitude where <clears throat> the mind prospers and the body prospers. This is what God wishes for us, not for believers to hate, not for believers 
to be engaged in acts of destroying the lives of, of, of others. That is contrary to Bible doctrine. Just think of the hatred that these people had for Jesus. Verse 14, the Pharisees went out and held a council against him how they might destroy him. This was their attitude toward Jesus. They tried to set him up, and then they wanted to destroy him. And then the Pharisees, in their, in their, with their desperate proposition about Jesus, uh, this fellow doth not cast out devils by Beelzebub, the prince of devils. And then Jesus uh, dismantled their illogical and absurd premise. This cannot work. This cannot be. And so, but they were so set against him and who he was. And uh, so uh, Jesus showed them with his impeccable logic what their thinking was about. Here is Jesus. He is the love of God, John 3.16. He is the presence of God among us, John chapter 1. He is the Logos. He is the presence of God among humanity. God pitched his tent among human beings in the person of Christ. He came, what? He is the love of God. And hate is contrary or is the direct opposite to the love of God. Hate is intrinsic in the cosmos or to the cosmos. And it is really terrible to see what human beings are doing to one another. And I pray to God that uh, for our country and what is going through and for our citizens, for what we are witnessing and going through, there are so many people being hurt by the, this, this type of brutality and savagery. And I know it breaks God's heart. We need to be prayerful. And we need to continue to bring our country and its leaders before the throne of God. Because we know that our God can heal. We know that our God can bring revival. And we really do need revival today. We need the Holy Spirit to fall afresh upon this country. There are many believers in this country, and they are being exposed to incredible evil. God, help us in these days and in this time that we would be those who are salt and light in a world that desperately needs Jesus. This world needs Jesus. Only he can save us. And I pray to God that we will go before God in prayer and beseech and so that his spirit will fall afresh upon us. In Jesus' name, amen.